The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter, and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloth there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloth there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. One of the remarkable elements of the event of Easter, the resurrection of the Lord, is that nobody saw it. It's absolutely remarkable. And if we pay close attention to the readings of her Easter Sunday, nobody sees Jesus. There's the tomb with the stone rolled away. There are angels in some of the gospel accounts. But no one sees Jesus. In fact, in our first reading, St. Peter, as his preaching, emphasizes that. That when he rose from the dead, Jesus did not appear to everybody. He wasn't seen by the world. What a remarkable element of our salvation this is. Because what was witnessed by everybody, what everybody had the chance to see, was Good Friday. And Jesus was crucified publicly outside the city gates by the road that everybody traveled on. The world saw that. The world always sees what goes wrong. And that's how the world sees things, in terms of what goes wrong, what doesn't work. And even on our best days, if we're honest with ourselves, there, are, there is that way we look for the negative first, isn't there? In other people, in our lives, we do that. What we see is what goes wrong, what's broken. What simply doesn't work? And the amazing thing was, in seeing the Lord be crucified, that was all the world saw. 
just another victim, just another good man who couldn't change a thing. Business as usual and nothing changes. And then there was that mysterious morning, the morning within which we stand today. Something strange occurs, something new happens. A woman arrives at the tomb and we hear very carefully mention that it was still dark. The dark night of what went wrong? The dark night of that illness I've been suffering with. The dark night of I've never been happy in my job. The dark night of my family's fallen apart and I don't know what to do. The dark night of lingering regret. The dark night of I don't think anything's ever going to get better. She arrived in the darkness and she saw something that sent the darkness away. And it was as simple as that great boulder in front of the tomb being rolled away. And the fact that the Lord could not be found there. He was laid there. He was placed there. The world who received the Lord into its hands nailed him to a cross, placed him in a tomb, put a stone in front of it, and moved on. And the remarkable thing about Christ is he never stays where you put him. And so they come to the tomb and he is not there because he doesn't live in what doesn't work. And Jesus didn't come to rest in what always goes wrong. And Jesus did not come into the world for more of the same. He came to save us. And so on that cross, he took all that goes wrong onto himself. He embraced it and he received every bit of it. Our guilt, our shame, our woundedness, the injustices that we are subjected to and that we subject others to. He embraced it all. What the world didn't see was that he was embracing it. He wasn't subject to it. He wasn't victimized by it. But he took it. All of it onto himself. So that he would rise up from that. And in rising, lift us out of there too. Because when Jesus leaves the tomb, he takes us with him. The humanity that is laid to rest in the tomb is the humanity that rises in Jesus Christ. And that is our humanity, out of more of the same, out of what goes wrong, out of what doesn't work, out of it will never get any better or be any different. Oh, he leaves. He rises. Small wonder. Everything feels different now. And just as in the beginning, out of darkness, the Lord spoke his word and there was light, so on this new day, 
greater even than that first day, out of the darkness of everything that comes crashing down around us, there is light, and there is life, and there is freedom, and there is a goodness that will never end or will never be taken away. But it doesn't show itself. The Lord doesn't show himself to the world that way. The world sees him wounded, but his people see him risen. How remarkable that is. And the news of his resurrection, the news of his victory for 2,000 years has traveled through time and across this world to every single part of the globe. Without the Lord showing his face publicly, everyone. And yet we're here because word of that day reached us in some way. How remarkable that is, that those who witnessed him, those who met him, those who encountered his victory, encountered, saw, touched a life and a goodness and a reality so powerful they could communicate it and a world living in darkness could hear it and receive it. That is also why we are here. Because in just a few moments, on this altar, that same Jesus Christ within whose risen light we gather will be here. And if we look forward only with worldly eyes, all we will see is something as silly as a man holding a round circle of bread. And let's be honest, in worldly terms, that's a pretty dumb thing to do. But with the eye of faith, with an eye that understands what happened on this day. Oh, that eye. The eye of that heart will look forward and see something much greater. Because it won't simply see a round circle of bread. It will see a goodness that shines more brightly than any earthly sun ever could. It will see him it will see that he is indeed not among the dead, but that he is here. And it will see, as we said in our song, this day is the day that the Lord has made. Not some other day, not yesterday, not tomorrow, not some day that has yet to come, but this day, and we gather on this day. And on this day, the Lord is here. And he doesn't appear directly to the world. Oh, but he's appearing to his people here in this place. And what happens at the end of Mass? So I'm going to say something very important. I'm going to say, go. Get out of here. Go. And that doesn't mean I'm sending you away because I don't want you here. It means to go 
in the light and the joy and the strength of this day and to take the presence of him that you receive here, the goodness of him, the victory of him that you receive here, and to take it out there. Because that's the way, only way the world comes to know him. How wonderful that is. The continuation of St. Peter's homily is today with us. He didn't appear to everybody, but he's shown himself to us who have been with him, who have known him. And we are the ones who announce him to you. And that means something a little more than just announcing truths from the catechism. It means being willing to risk living in the freedom of the gospel. It means being willing to risk looking at a world that doesn't always see the negative first. It means being willing as I receive him into my heart to let him set me free from those insecurities and from that guilt that weigh me down. Because the apostles converted the world not just by the things they said, but by the freedom and the goodness that they showed in how they live. And isn't that what we want for ourselves too? To live with that kind of goodness and that kind of freedom. And when we come forward and stretch out our hands to receive him in Holy Communion, that is who we are stretching our hands out to. Would that we receive him well with joy and thanksgiving. And would that we let him in that freedom carry us out where we live every day. Because this is the day not that the world has made. This is not the day my illness has made. This is not the day my insecurities have made. This is the day the Lord has made. Amen.